good day and welcome to Living in the Spirit in a Little Way, a podcast about striving to live every day by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Please join us with our host, Kerry McMasters, as he speaks of the workings of the Holy Spirit in our daily lives. Hi, welcome to Living in the Spirit in a Little Way. And what I'd like to speak about is the Lord breaking our hearts. And so many times we do suffer from a broken heart, and we don't always know the reason why our heart has been broken. But we can also ask the Lord to break our hearts so that through our brokenness, that he may form us, that we may be conformed to his will, that he may heal us, and also through this brokenness, we pray that he opens our eyes and our ears so that we can see what is happening around us and that we can see that what we may be going through, the struggles that have broken our heart, that we may come to see God's glory ultimately through them, but also that the darkness that we may be feeling or dwelling in at that time will be scattered and we will be brought to the light through the Holy Spirit. And recently... I'm sure as many others have gone through, I've gone through a period of, as well of the Lord breaking my heart. And sometimes it it just seems that we spiral down into the depths that we see no end in sight. And we pray fervently to God as much as possible for him to bring us out of it, to lift us up out of the depths. And the main reason that we need the Lord to draw us out of the depths is that we turn inward on ourselves because we don't know where else to turn. We do know deep in our hearts that we need to turn to the Lord and that we need to pray to him continuously. And it's through this that we pray also that the Lord will send to us somebody that will help us through this so that we may find some of the answers to the reasons why our hearts have been broken. And in recent times, I've been out of work for quite a while. I know a lot of other people have been out of work for quite some time as well, uh, suffering health issues as well. And it really puts us in a situation where we can't always think clearly. And one thing that I've come to see, and it has only been by the grace of God and the Lord giving me the answers to these things from those that he has surrounded me with, that I myself have been taught detachment And I know a few other people that are going through the same thing, that the Lord is teaching them 
about detachment as well. And by this detachment, what happens is that we look only to God, only to the things of God that are the things that matter the most. All of our earthly possessions, in the long run, they are not as important as our treasure of knowing and seeking the Lord. Granted, we do need these things to survive. We do need um, financial stability. We need a roof over our heads for ourselves, for our family. We also need to be able to put food on the table as well. But during a time of detachment, the Lord has us to a point where we have no other choice but to trust in him and know that he will take care of us in his divine providence. And ultimately, we will see the Lord's glory and pray also that when we've come through this time, that our eyes will be opened so much that without a doubt, we can see God's hand in this and know the reason why the Lord has put us, not so much put us in this situation, but is teaching us and instructing us in this situation about detachment and about breaking our hearts. And one of the main things that's been brought to light through all of this in recent days for me is knowing that the Lord is teaching me, he's teaching others that are going through this by having a broken heart that we can have more compassion for those that the Lord puts in front of us that he wants us to minister to. So by having an experience of financial difficulty, we will have more compassion for those families and those individuals that are struggling in these exceptionally hard times from financial difficulties. It now gives us the heart of the Lord so that we can then have as much love for these individuals that may we we may be called to minister to, that we can help them a little further because we've been put in that experience so we know firsthand what they're going through. The same thing with people with health issues that sometimes there can be a little bit of depression during struggling with health issues. But ultimately seeing that the Lord heals us in the way that he knows best that we need to be healed. And by going through these issues and experiences, we again can have hopefully the heart of God and the love that is in his heart to be able to minister to these people that are sick, that are dealing with difficulties, people that have experienced the death of a loved one in their life people that are experiencing, again, the financial difficulties, people that don't know day to day which way they need to go or how to act. And one thing that is very prominent in this time of a broken heart comes from Ezekiel. And it comes from Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25 through 27. And very clearly, 
This is what the Lord says. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. And I find sometimes a little more often than we would like to see that we do fall into that time when our hearts become hard, they become cold. We don't always reach out to those around us because maybe we're struggling with our own issues. But the Lord lets us know that he wants to give us a true heart and so that we may be able to love with the heart that he has. And we also, from time to time, stumble. We backslide. We try to be good. And sometimes it's only by the grace of God that we are able to do the right thing. And there are many times, too, that we fall back into sin, no matter how many times we strive to do the right thing. And sometimes it's difficult. And a lot of times it seems that the enemy knows best what it is that gets to us that is going to cause us to sin and take us away from the Lord. The Lord is always going to be there for us. We need to ask him for our forgiveness. And we ask that time and time again. Well, he wants to put that new spirit within us and giving us the new heart, the natural heart. He wants to cleanse us from all of our impurities being sin and from the idols too. Some of the idols that affect us, some of the idols that may even draw us into sin, such are those that we think we need more than anything in this life, material possessions some things that we're going to set our sights on and only want to look at that and achieve that end result. And by doing that, we become selfish because we're only thinking of ourselves and what we want, those idols. And those are the things that sometimes we worship more than the Lord. And he wants to cleanse us of that. So that way there, we can overcome the selfishness that ultimately causes us to sin. And throughout this, in our struggles, reading again in Ezekiel, the Lord also speaks to us of the blessings that he wants to give us. And as we look at verse number 28 to 30, you shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. I will save you from all your impurities. I will order the grain to be abundant, and I will not send famine against you. I will increase the fruit on your trees and the crops in your fields. Thus you shall no longer bear among the nations the reproach of famine. So here the Lord wants to bless us with his goodness 
And at the same time, sometimes he does need to break our hearts so that we will ultimately see that he alone is the one that orders all things. He alone is our salvation. And he alone is the one that's going to bring us to life. What also comes to mind in learning of detachment and the Lord instructing us in the ways of detachment and in the brokenness of our heart is Psalm 139. And Psalm 139 speaks of the all-knowing and ever-present God. If we take a look at verses 1 through 6, Lord, you have probed me. You know me. You know when I sit and stand. You understand my thoughts from afar. My travels and my rest you mock. With all my ways you are familiar. Even before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it all. Behind and before you encircle me and rest your hand upon me. Such knowledge is beyond me, far too lofty for me to reach. And what these verses at the beginning of the psalm reaffirm is that the Lord knows us. He knows us inside and out. He knows everything about us. So it stands to reason that the Lord knows best, even better than we do, what we need, what is best for us, so that we may continue to live in the light and the presence of the Lord. And so by knowing us intimately and what's on our lips before we even speak of what is on our heart, the Lord knows in which ways to break our heart and how so to instruct us so that we may have compassion for those around us that the Lord may send us to to minister to that need the healing, that need deliverance, that need to hear a word from the Lord spoken through the gift of the Holy Spirit to help them out with their journey. So as hard as it is for us sometimes to accept these difficulties, to accept this brokenness, and knowing that the Lord, again, knows what is best for us and knows what he needs to teach us, such as the things of, in a time of illness, that we may have compassion for those others that are ill that he sends to us, the times of financial difficulties, so that we may rely upon his divine providence. Through the death of a loved one, a friend, a family member, that we may recall his promise of eternal life, that we may cherish the gift of life and also friendship of those around us. So as we continue on this journey that we are on with the Lord, from time to time, let us ask him to break our hearts so that 
in so doing, we may be instructed even further of what the Lord wants us to learn. But even though our hearts are broken and we may be suffering some difficulties and hardships, what we want to do too is always remember that through these hardships, we want to unite them also to the cross of Christ so that he may take this burden that is upon our shoulders and take on the burden himself. For he tells us that his burden is light and the yoke is easy. So don't be afraid to ask the Lord to break your heart so that you may draw closer to him and draw closer to being able to minister to the people that he leads you to that are broken, that don't have possibly anybody around them to help them out. When they don't see the end of things, when they're in the darkness and they cannot see the light, let us ask the Lord to let us be the light for them, to let us be the salt also for them. So in closing, let us ask the Lord to break our hearts. Lord, break our hearts so that we may see your will, that we may come to rely 100% on your divine providence, so that we may have compassion for those around us, for those that are struggling in these hard times, for those that are struggling with illness, for those that are struggling in feeling that they are not loved. Lord, we ask also that you will show us your heart so that we may love all of those that are around us with your heart, with your heart that is natural, your heart that is warm, compassionate, and real. For sometimes our hearts grow cold. Our hearts turn into stone. And it is only through your heart, Jesus, that we can love those around us and have compassion and be able to do your will more fully. Amen. Thank you, and God bless.